I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow, who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. Got a lot to talk about today. Got a bunch of topics. I put together a rundown because I was like, listen, I, I thought of one thing and then I thought of another thing and I thought of a third thing. And I was like, I should probably write these down. And as I was writing them down, I was like, wait a second. We have a ton of topics to talk about. And, and there's no like lead story, so to speak. There's no like uh, obvious place to start. So it's kind of just going to be topic roulette as we, as we roll through all of these. You know where I want to start? Because this was actually... This wasn't even on the rundown that I sent to you guys. It was the last thing that I saw before we hit record. We're recording on, what's say Wednesday? Wednesday at about 12.30 Eastern Standard Time. And this tweet hit the interwebs at about 11.55. So about a half hour ago. And I don't even know if you guys saw this. This is from uh, Levy Weaver on Twitter. Jacob deGrom felt tightness in his left side, and given the cold weather and how early it is in camp, we're told they're going to hold him back a day or two. We're told the seriousness level is such that if uh, is such that he would play through it if it were the regular season. Well, uh, what? Um, okay, so we're day two into the regular season. Is he playing through it? Probably not. All right. What if? Uh, what if it's? Um, <laughs> What if it's September 28th, Rangers are two and a half out. He's taken the ball on short rest because he's had to make the last four starts on short rest. God, I'm God willing, he's been able to. Is he taking the ball then? Uh, maybe. Not, not on short rest, no. All right, what if it's June and uh, DeGrom is like, oh, dude, new map just dropped. I'm, I've been up. Like, I, it's... It's kind of a thing, but is he taking the ball then? Maybe. I think that there, there, there is a scenario where maybe he does, but none of, none of the... Uh, I would say you'd have, you'd have to go down a list of like five or six scenarios before you get to the scenario in which he would. Like if, this, just, were, if, this, were, if this were the playoffs, like, but he said regular season. If this right. were the playoffs, he probably takes the ball because it's like, we're the Texas Rangers. We haven't been there in a while and we literally signed you to, to get I'm, to this point. you got to take the ball. Like, good luck with all the Toradol <laughs> coursing through your veins. Dude, I, I'm just laughing at the fucking... Uh, <laughs> like, today, today, today is the 15th. I believe teams are even waiting until tomorrow to have some pitchers and catchers officially report. So, today... I think today is like the day. The majority, I mean, if you yeah. look, there's going to be teams that are reporting today and some teams that report tomorrow. Yeah. So the only reason why I said today for sure was because I saw <laughs> I saw that uh, the Detroit Tigers mandatory report, like a lot of guys came in and were supposed to be there on Monday. But like the mandatory report day was today for the Tigers and Eduardo Rodriguez is not there. Like he's doing oh. it again. He's ghosting. He's ghosting the Tigers again. Uh, but that's a different story. Anyways, it's a whole deja vu all over again, bro. The ground's missing time. Fuck. I don't know what's happening there. I, I well, feel I, bad. I, what I'm laughing at, like I said, what I'm laughing at is that it's it's day one. It's report day. 
And like, it's not odd that you might feel something oh, a little awkward, whatever he's been throwing. And now he just feels a little something that's completely normal. That is completely normal. I know the, the ears perk up, the eyes widen because it's Jacob deGrom. And we've been talking about, do you get a full season of him? And so that's why eyes widen and ears perk. But the idea that we've already assessed it's, it's pitchers and catches reporting day. But we've already assessed the injury to the point where he'd be pitching through this if it were June. You know, that's no big deal. It's no big deal at all. Really? Woody? How many fucking innings is he ready to roll right now? Oh, that's right. What, one, two, maybe two? So he'd pitch through this. Stop it. Just stop. Like you're, it feels like you're doing everything you can to get out in front of. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Everybody chill well, out. You have to I do that. Are you what? I, I I don't know that there was a ton of criticism that came the Texas Rangers way. There, I mean, obviously, some people criticize it by saying that that we use the term reckless in terms of the uh, commitment that the Rangers made to Jacob Degrom. They probably came in hotter than any other team on the market that was interested in signing Degrom. But you make a commitment like that, both financially and long term, in, in terms of the years and day one. You got something barking at you. Yeah, you're going to be doing damage control. There's probably people in that front office that are already freaking out about like we we did this with a dude that has a, a pretty sizable injury history. And now day one, you're rolling this guy out there and you've got to say all is well. But it's just a little it's just a little tug here. But yeah, Mets fans are sitting there saying. We've been there and we've done that. Joe, you can speak to this as being a huge Mets guy. They are probably looking at this saying, good fucking luck. We know what this means. We know what, uh, you know, he would pitch through this if it were the regular season. It's only a little injury and you no, know, he'll I'll, be fine in a couple of days. Mets fans know what that means. I'll, yeah, I'll it's, tell you. It's, I don't know if is this a DeGrom thing or just people we pay attention when it's DeGrom, but it's he's the king of like, ah, oh, it's nothing, but you know, you know what I mean? We'll be back in June. We'll see in June. That's it. That's it. It's it's not that he's the king of it. It's that's been a that's been a narrative surrounding him his entire career. So like the king of it is one thing. Sure, you can call him the king of it. This is for better or worse what his career has been colored with. If if I mean right, that is what it is. Injury speculation. How much are we going to get out of this dude? Because you saw the flash of a healthy season, you're like, well, this is the fucking best thing going. This is the best thing that baseball has going on the mound when it's healthy. So otherworldly, but you only got that once. So it's understandable why, like you said, Jared, the, you know, the damage control hat gets put on and everybody starts to scramble. I I just. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what's really happening is that first dinner tonight amongst the training staff or when the when the doors finally close the last players out of there those Mets training training staff members look at each other and go hey huh it looks like the fucking it looks like the scene from Ace Ventura when he leaves the monastery and the monks are just fucking backflipping and celebrating and losing their mind they're like not our problem not our fucking problem anymore. Jay Horowitz, the Mets PR guy, loving life right now. I don't have to concoct any sort of out of the side of my mouth statement about how Jacob DeGrom and the training staff is going to catch this 
little nasty flare up here day one and they're going to get on top of it and this isn't going to be he doesn't have to deal with that he doesn't have to he got to deal with some other shit he doesn't have to deal with that so would you in your uh, expert opinion this is the day one of spring training i'm assuming he's thrown baseballs before this is this happened today or is this something they knew and just didn't say anything until today uh it could be a matter of i mean hey maybe it happened today or maybe it's a didn't see Jacob DeGrom playing catch today. Uh, what do you have for us on that front? Uh, has he been thrown coming into camp? Blah, blah, blah. And now you have to answer that. Like, yeah, you know, hey, Jake, just like everybody else, came into camp ready to go. He had already already had some side sessions or some light side sessions. And here's the thing is guys who come in with injury history, you try to map out a, a plan that has you getting ready and hitting the ground running and timing that with the start of the season. So if you're somebody who doesn't take a long time necessarily, but you do have injuries and a little ticky-tack stuff to worry about, maybe you're somebody who gets it going earlier so you can get those get those kinks ironed out. Or maybe you're at a point in your career where you're like, look, we don't need to take this any faster than we need to. We don't need to try to rush this any more than we need to. We know we've got time. Let's make sure we're we're checking all the boxes here health-wise before we really let it roll. So, Jake, hey, I know it's report day. Buddy, let's take two or three days before we pick up a ball again just to make sure that everything's okay here. All right? Sound good? Sound good. Maybe maybe it was the long flight. I don't know. Maybe it was the drive. Who knows what it was? But let's maybe, just make Maybe sure. you're just Jacob DeGrom. And this that's is, also this is what it is. Yeah. Well, so. that's why he wanted to play close to home is so he didn't have to drive as far. <laughs> it was gonna, supposed to make him more healthy. Obviously not. Well, we'll see. We will see. It's something to keep an eye on. I just wanted to put it on everyone's radar. This is not something that we can... What? 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 You you paused. There, you cut it out. Sounds like you're back now. You're back. Now. Was it the internet? I think it's your internet. That can't yeah, you, be. You, the fucking router's right there. You froze. I don't know if you said anything during that time, but you definitely froze. That's really annoying. I'm going to fucking strangle the Comcast guy. The fucking router is right there. Like, that shouldn't happen. There's nothing else running in this house. <laughs> so perfect right now. Jerry going on an internet rant when his internet goes <laughs> Tell me more. No, tell me more. Oh, really? Uh, oh, he's back. That makes no fucking sense. There's <laughs> nothing like else in the hotel room, bro. There's nothing running in this house, and the router is in the next room. Uh, anyway, gotta start breaking down walls, man. No, I'm gonna fucking get the Comcast. I, I literally went to I went to Comcast, and I was like, uh, I was like, hey, like I think I need like more like speed. And they're Give like, oh, what are you, what are you doing, internet, bro? You know he's who like, the fuck I like, am. No, and he was like, uh, what are you, like a streamer? I was like, no. He's like, do you like play video games? Like, are you streaming video games? I was like, no. And he's like, all right, then you should be fine. I was like, how the fuck would you know? Why do they do that? Like, oh, you want to spend more on internet? No, dude, you don't game. Like, we're not going to let you pay more for internet. Well, that's what you need to tell him. Yes, I stream. I stream a fucking <laughs> show, but let's go. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Literally, the router is right next door. Anyways, uh, we'll keep an eye on the Jacob DeGrom situation. Not, no need to make that a huge deal right now because um, it's all just, I guess, tentative. 
for right now. Uh, the new rules. So our friend Jeffrey Passan had this column about the uh, the Bach rule. They're trying to. They're really cracking down on box and the pitch deliveries. So if you're a Luis Garcia, the whole rock the baby thing can't do it no more. Yep. Can't do it. Can't hang with them. I'm gonna pull up this thing right here because it is it is kind of like difficult to explain. Um, Major League Baseball this is from Jeff Passan, Jeffrey Passan, ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. Major League Baseball plans to emphasize enforcement on the Bach rule in 2023 as it implements sweeping rule changes, including a pitch clock that will place more focus on the arcane rule. League officials said Tuesday, quote, we have slipped a little bit centrally with calling the rule book illegal pitches and box, said Morgan Sword. What a great last name. Sword. Sweet. MLB is executive vice president of operations at a media briefing to explain the rules in greater depth. Uh, the Bach, which is intended to keep pitchers from deceiving runners on base, can be called by umpires for more than a dozen reasons. Uh, Bachs are assessed only with runners on, prohibited deliveries with the bases empty or deemed illegal pitches. The import of both is especially acute with the new pitch timer rule, which mandates a pitcher throw within 15 seconds of receiving the ball with the bases empty and 20 seconds with runners on. If a pitcher box, runners advance one base. Um, so I'm just going to scoot down here. A number of pitchers, including Houston's Luis Garcia, Toronto's Kevin Gosman, Boston's Kenley Jansen, and the Chicago White Sox, Mike Clevenger, are expected to change their deliveries on account of the new rules. In the cases of Garcia and Clevenger, their potential violations come from the windup in which they have uh, significant movement. With Garcia rocking his arms and taking two side steps before throwing in Clevenger looking like he's dancing with his foot movement. Clock operators are supposed to turn off the pitch timer when a pitcher starts in his delivery. And accordingly, umpires have been told that a pitcher is allowed one step to the back or the side before moving toward the plate to throw. Gosman and Jansen's issues are out of the stretch. Gosman would tap his front foot and not come to a fully set position, while Jansen would come set, then twitch his front hip and leg. Out of the set position, the clock stops when a pitcher lifts his front leg. This, this all gets talked about in cycles. This was a thing when Mariano Rivera was doing it. And then it became understood that if this is a part of your windup or a part of your delivery every time, every time, you have to do this every time. And if that's the case, good, no harm, no foul. So if you're not deviating from that in an effort to deceive, that's what they're trying to prevent. And nobody had an issue with Mo. And then you see other guys start to do it. There's a guy, closer for the Giants, Rob Nin. Rob Nin would do it, just kind of tap with the foot a little. And that would throw some guys off. But again, if these are dudes who are doing it every time, there is no deception involved, then it's kind of like, all right, no harm, no foul. Everybody can move on. Everybody knows what they're getting here. Um, with Clevenger, you can see there's a lot of gyration going on. Kenley Jansen, not a lot of gyration, but the hands, the coming set, you know, the, the foot, like all of that is in an effort to deceive, to disrupt timing. Now, not necessarily deceive or disrupt the timing of the runner, but of the hitter so that they're not picking up on certain movements and, and timing of that sort. 
I, I almost want to ask you to go back and read the opening sentence or the opening line to that because it is as hypocritical as there is anything in our game. Why? Oh, why? Oh, oh dear, why would you allow pickoffs? If you're not supposed to be deceiving the runner, what am I doing then? Exactly what am I doing? I'm trying to prevent you from moving up 90 feet, stealing the base, or I'm trying to prevent you from getting such a lead that you take yourself out of double play territory. I am supposed to be trying to deceive you, the runner, so that you don't just take off. So you're telling me I can pick off, but I can't deceive the runner? So then why do we have pickoffs? Why don't I just step off the mound and go, hey, get back. I see you. And then, all right, the runner's got to get back. <laughs> why don't we just do that? Why would you allow me to run the risk of throwing a fucking ball if I can't deceive the runner in the first place? So my whole point there is, aren't we just looking the other way by even allowing pickoffs? If you're telling me I can't deceive the runner? The the changing of the balk rule is, is I think that's going to be one of the most impactful rule changes like we keep talking about the bigger bases and the defensive shifts like this balk rule is really gonna fuck with well, pitchers. it's 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 all like about it really the guys is. it's all about the guys who have it ingrained in their mechanical approach to set multiple times right or set with the foot multiple times tap 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 as they're coming set tap 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 all the way up the mound like they're, they're basically gonna look at all of those individuals and go and speak to them and go you got to shut this shit down. Okay? Yeah. This is done now. So whatever you need to do, if you tapped your fucking foot on the ground four times on the way up to coming set, that shit's got to stop. You got to stop Kenley Jansen is double fucked because of the balk rule and then the pitch clock. He, he ta- he's one of the slowest. What? What? You can't we hear me? Hear it. We didn't hear any of that. Kenley Jensen is double. But that's all we got. Am I cutting out or is my mic cutting out? It's you. It's you're cutting out and you're freezing. Bro, I'm going to fucking flip the fuck out on this dude. (laughs) I literally fucking. How's the fucking. How's the internet. (laughs) I drove there and told this guy what I do and what I need. And he told me, no, you're good, dude. (laughs) He's like, oh, cool. You, uh, what do you, you make trinkets in your basement and sell them on the home shopping? That's fun. That's cool. That's cute. We got an internet package for you. Anyways, uh, I'm going to fucking flip out. Kelly Jansen Jansen is double fucked because of the Bach rule and now because of the pitch clock. Mm. Like, that's, that's half his effectiveness is (laughs) deception and making the guy at the plate think. It's like, what are you going to think about? I'm probably throwing a cutter. Lulling you to sleep, right? Who's your boy? Your boy DP, David Price. David Price on the record is saying, I deliberately work slow at times as part of my game plan. Clay Buckholtz, another one that did that. 
I mean, there's guys who Chris, Chris Bassett is another guy who works deliberately. Um, so that, yeah, that, that'll be interesting, but I just like, I've always the the balk thing and the idea that you're telling me I can't deceive runners or you don't want me to deceive runners, but you're allowing this play to be a part of the game. So then you tell me how I should be executing this. If you're telling me that I can't deceive the runner, but I'm allowed to throw over there. Can you explain why I'm throwing over there? Am I, I throwing think, over? Sorry to interrupt. No, but I think the uh, the point with that is not that they're deceiving the runner; is that they're deceiving now. They're deceiving the umpires and when the pitch clock is supposed to start or stop. Because if you're lifting your foot up, you know it's harder for them to tell like when the motion began. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm not arguing for sure. I'm not arguing the nuance of why they're forcing these guys to do that. That Joey, that's no, that that is it right there is we have to have a line of demarcation as individuals who are running the timer. We have to have a movement that we can cue on to start the clock. So if you're somebody who and, and now you're asking again, you're asking somebody to tell the difference between. Uh, the way Josh Hader comes set as opposed to Kenley Jansen and the foot tapping. And it's like, oh, shit, I've, I forgot that this is Hader and he taps five times and I started it on the third tap. That's my bad shit. You know, like that's what they're preventing. That's what they're trying to circumnavigate. So well, when my- you played, was this allowed to the foot tap shit seems new to me and I it looks to me like a balk every time. But it when was, you played, wouldn't they call that? No, no, it was it was allowed because it wasn't as egregious as we see today. And there were conversations about guys who were a little egregious with it. But like I said, like like Mo, like Mariano, like it was understood that he was doing that. We all knew what he was doing. He wasn't at any point trying to backdoor you at second base in the middle of his fucking coming set, nodding, and you know what I mean, like. You just knew. So there, yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. They're tapping like crazy. And is that you're saying that's to deceive the hitter? Because I was uh, well, like, is that to deceive the hitter or like for a momentum thing to get more yeah, like power? Yes. So like what you see Clev do, Clev, it, it's all about settling in and like firing, right? You want to feel like you're firing. You want your hips firing. You want your glutes activated. You want your lower half firing, but you're trying to create rhythm. You're trying to create rhythm out there. And that's what moving like that does. And like straight up, uh, Shamanaya is a guy who does this a lot. And a lot of guys do this, but I just, I focus on, on him because he's such a, he was such a, a, a vibe on the mound. Like when that dude's rolling and he's going good, you see that big son of a bitch out there just kind of staring you down, just kind of like swaying ever so much to the left and right. You can see him just kind of swaying on his feet just a little bit. And that's him. He's just, He's feeling it, right? He's in the flow state, the rhythm. And pitching is so much about timing and rhythm. And if any of that is off for you on the mound, you you just don't feel comfortable. So when you have to recalibrate those movements, there's going to be an adjusting period. You're going to have to find something else that gets you comfortable. Yeah, it's like like that movie with Keanu Reeves for the kids listening to uh, what the... The what the fuck? The big hardball? Yeah, hardball where he's dancing with the headphones on. That's what the pitchers are looking at. G baby? 
G baby. <laughs> and <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Papa. That's what these these clowns are looking like on the mound, bro. Fidgety, but swag. Not I'm, anymore. Not anymore, apparently. So it's gonna <clears throat> fuck some people up at least a little bit. Manny All these rules are. Manny Who? Manny oh. used to uh in left field, he had the Oakleys that had the <laughs> earbuds that were attached yeah. to him so he would be listening to his ipod while he was in left field like i wore those during bp not during left like not during a big league, a major ball league game, game. yeah yeah <laughs> manny gives no fucks never has never will unless unless it's about our lord and savior jesus christ and then uh that he does he does care um the uh it was very funny seeing the the uh bases with the, like there was a picture that I tweeted out earlier today of all the reporters gathered around the the old base and the new base and they were just all <laughs> taking pictures of it it looked like a red carpet and then you look down it's like oh these are these are bases that are that they're taking photos of <laughs> uh, I forget who said it someone maybe it was JJ who was hubs before hubs uh Jack Jokinen he um he tweeted something like, I hope that they find a way to like with with the broadcast to like say someone slides in and like they're safe. It's like, well, with with the old bases, they would have been out like a way to kind of look at that. For, I'm, I'm sure that they can like they, they've got like the graphics and way to do that. It's going to be really easy. Like uh, when the safe call is made because yeah. the hand gets to the very corner of the bag. Before the tag gets applied, you can just go, well, you know, Kype, last year, he's not going to have that inch to work with. Mm, there's a lot of people who are disappointed now that he doesn't have that inch to work with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we know I Dallas know. has been studying, dude. Been getting his lines ready for spring training. Yeah. Dallas, by the way, I, I feel like you, you're going to be the last organization to have that kind of technology. <laughs> What, what are you talking about? They, they implement this shit across have, the league, you're gonna, but you're going to have to look at it and be like, mm. well, I guess it looks like he, he, he probably would have been out last year. Is, but this is, year. That what you, is that what you think's going on? We just we, we don't have we don't even have replay. It's just me no. going. All right. Hey, if you close your eyes, I'm going to tell you what happened. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just some dude in the truck that's manually rewinding the tape. He's like, all right, Dallas, got it. Got it for you. That 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 bang bang play in the second. I know it's the fifth, but we got it. Here we go. Oh hey, speaking of shit, speaking of trucks, go ahead, commence. Uh, I got something to show you. What are you showing me? <clears throat> I'm gonna send it to the. I'll send it to the group chat. Yeah. All right. Well, Dallas is doing that. There's one thing that I know that they do have out in Oakland, and that is uh, Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Uh, because trades, free agency, roster cuts, baseball season feels so far away, but excitement is already building. Blue Moon gives you a dose of ballpark nostalgia without even being at the park. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Its bold flavor, bright explosion of color, and iconic orange slice ritual guarantees a -a one-of-a-kind beer experience year-round. Jake, are you back there right now? Where the fuck's Jake? Jake? <laughs> what do you say, Jake? Yeah, I mean, you cut out, but I love me some blue moons. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love me blue some moon. blue moons. <laughs> Jake, Jake. 
That's all right. It's still recording on my end. Uh, Jake loves his Blue Moons. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a -a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a Blue Moon, but you can enjoy it all off-season long. Make winter feel... Uh, like spring training blue moon belgian style wheat ale is one of a kind every time get blue moon delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options that is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket blue moon made brighter celebrate responsibly blue moon brewing company golden colorado ale you can't even make this shit up dallas (laughs) what the second ad read is Comcast Xfinity. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Tell that's, me more. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's Jared, crazy. I gotta tell you, I've been experiencing some spotty internet service here <laughs> as of yeah. late. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you can steer me in the right <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, did you see, we were talking about Mario Rivera. Did you see that he told Edwin Diaz, he, he called Edwin Diaz a piece of shit. Did you see that? Uh, well, what? Oh yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't believe that's how it went down. I don't no, believe. I, look, 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 if on. you're going to stick, if you're going to stick the microphone in somebody's face mm-hmm. and you're going to ask, I mean, ugh. I'll play, I'll play the clip, but Mario Look, I understand Rivera what the question up, was. He, no. he called him a piece of shit. Stop it. He did. That's not what this happened. is. This is Hall of Famer Mariano Rivera calling all-star closer Edwin Diaz a piece of shit. What was your reaction to people comparing his entrance song, Narco, um, to Enter Sandman? Uh, there's no comparison. Thank you. <laughs> there's no comparison with that. You know, that song was there for 17 years. And, and many championships. So it's not comparison. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, I had to sneak a little bit of a hardball in there. Uh, yeah, that's all right with me. You know what? Yeah. You know what, Dallas? No, I think if you're quiet, Dallas, you, can you, know hear, what? you can hear the translation loosely. No. Till he says he could shove that fucking trumpet up his ass. His music's nowhere near. Like, I, I think I heard no, that. Dallas is cut out. No. 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 I I I think that uh, if you're Mariano Rivera, mm-hmm. then you have to be like, listen, that song was an electric factory. You got to pass the torch. But the these old school Yankees, they, they've, got, the these, they've got these, they've got these out of here. Pass the torch. Get out no. of the way. You're, you. you're old news. Fuck Mariano you. Rivera's old news. No, pass the torch. Kiss my and ass. Pass nope. the torch. Shove that no, no, torch no, no, no. directly up your ring of fire. Crowds. Pal, because there's crowds no, never, no chance. The, the fuck out the, of here. The vibes no. was no. never the same. No. Like the, it, no. you can't compare the two. He's right. You can't compare Jared. the two because there would be you can't even have the same conversation how i'm refusing to have the conversation with you right now like mariano rivera mariano rivera's 
Enter Sandman was kind of like The Undertaker. It was more like ominous and people were like, ooh, uh-oh. But like Narco no, you, for Edwin you know Diaz this is, is more like Stone Cold Steve Austin where it was like, mm. ah, like everyone would go, no, it's two different atmospheres. It's two completely different atmospheres. So he's right. There is no comparison. But like he's trying to be like, I'm the fucking best and no one else can have an entrance theme. Only I can have one. That's basically what he's saying, which is like stop being a douchebag. No, no, no. That's Trevor exactly Hoffman, what he's saying. Tre- Trevor Hoffman had, had Hell's Bells. At the same time, though, he's trying to say no one can come after me. That's what he's saying. He did not say that at all. Jake, is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. Pretty much what he said, Dallas. Jake, Jake, so- Jake didn't hear you. You cut out. <laughs> no. I didn't cut out. When you have the greatest closer the game has ever seen, accompanied with potentially the greatest combination of productivity and entertainment with the song, there's a reason it was ominous, because your day was fucking done, and he put you to bed many a night, Jared, many a night. Did Mariano talking the wrong guy. you into No bed. team owned Mariano Rivera more than the Boston Red Sox, hey. pal. Well, that's what happens when you face a team as much as he did in the postseason as much as he did. You're bound to get numbers, Jared. It's bound to happen. But you're trying to take away what this guy... Get the fuck right out of town. The day you put Mariano Rivera and Edwin Diaz and their entrance music or their productivity in the same fucking experiences. Edwin Diaz and his entrance song set the world on fire this year. On uh, fire. No denying that. No denying that. So then you can have the comparison. No, you can't. Yes, you I can. think you can. I mean, what's the difference, dude? I mean, let's be honest. We can't get stuck up in the players. It's not about the players, it's about the song. Obviously, the players the mystique, but it's like Edwin Diaz. If you're playing an Edwin Diaz highlight video, show me an Edwin Diaz clip. It's his walk up. It's like his entrance with Timmy Trumpets also, in there. Like I, Rivera, I'm sticking to my the, point about the, the atmospheres are completely different. And no one was bopping around about? a fucking Enter Sandman. No one did that. No yeah, one that's did not, that. That's not how that song goes. That's right. not the, the, the feeling that is. They don't bump around. <laughs> Ever not. watched a Virginia Tech Hokies game, bro? They play that shit and everyone jumps around, dude, and they fucking. Different vibes. Different vibes. Different, different vibes. Vibe. But that's what I'm saying. If you're saying it's the song's fault, you can't blame the song. I didn't say it was the song's fault. I didn't you see said the song. Well. You're you a Mario Rivera simp, is what you are. Uh, yeah, I will absolutely for sure. No, <laughs> problem. Know, he's a big no problem Trumper, right? that. That's problematic. That there's just like no huge Trumper. Yes, he is not having that conversation. Like the comparison of the excitement. Those are those are those are different conversations. Different conversations. But the idea that that whole package is comparable to that whole package, no. Uh, we can move on because I'm correct. Uh oh, this is good news. Yeah, I feel like what? I feel like uh, a lot of people are going to appreciate this. MLB TV uh-huh. now has access to minor league baseball. That's fantastic. I used to buy both. I can't remember. I mean, it was obviously a, a reasonable price. I th- it was when it was when Yoan Moncada was a prospect in the Red Sox system. I had the like MLB TV and then MILB TV. Now they're combining the two. But the catch is, I mean, they're really just making it more convenient because they're they're upping the price of MLB TV by $10. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, MLB TV uh, has a price increase of 10 extra dollars, but they are giving you 
M I L B T V for perceived value, I guess, because it's the same, it's the same product, but they're just charging you ten dollars more. Well, those scumbags better put less commercials in there when you're trying to rewatch old games. What if they're That's my commercials? Say. What if they're my commercials, Joe? Uh, well, they, yeah, all right, fine. If it's Jared, it's fine, but like. You know, this is obviously just a thing that's no one else cares about except me. But if you go to an old MOB.TV game, let's say you're trying to find a clip for a video that you're making on YouTube, you got to watch 100 fucking ads, even though you already pay for it, and the game's old anyway. Dallas, will you, will you be using the, the minor league thing? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watch... Uh... I was gonna say I don't, I don't I don't watch minor league baseball live because I'm watching other big league games live, but there is a site that I've gone to for a long time now to watch videos of minor league players. Um, but this is gonna be cool because what are you talking about? Share the share the knowledge. No, I'm probably not gonna do that. Um, you're just there's you're just gonna be oh there, there's this there's this website. That I use to look at minor leaguers. I'm not going to tell you about it. I mean, I feel like a lot of people listening to this podcast would really enjoy it, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Well, if I'm being honest, I I don't know that there is a uh, a consumer based product that is available to the public. Ooh, you're hacking. If that makes sense. So. That that's um, but this is great because if you're watching a big league game and you're watching the minor league game side by side, you can kind of just get a look at the future, think about how things move. But watching prospects and if you're somebody who's like following the game at a at a level of depth, well, now you're kind of how how I've kind of looked at being able to track the minor leagues is like being able to track currency. Like it'd be Go great on. if you had a favorite hundred dollar <laughs> bill. Let, no, 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 no. Let Dallas cook. <laughs> well, like if you could, if you could track, like you could see where this, where that hundred dollar bill has gone. And now, yeah. let's just say yeah. currency had the ability to gain value, increase in value. Now you are watching that bill. You're tracking that bill. Oh shit, that bill's over here now. That bill's worth a little more. It's getting a little and. So you're following these commodities, yes. much like you do with the stock market. And these commodities are traded. Are they not? They are. So much like you would be watching your investment portfolio go to work, you could be watching your organization's investment portfolio go to work. What do you got? It's bad news. It's bad news. Bad I come to you with bad news. Yeah, this is not... This is not good news. Frankie Montas will have shoulder surgery on February 21st. Aaron Boone just said. Not good. That hurts. Not good at all. Come on. Stop. That sucks. Stop. I know Frankie uh, was not happy about how things were going for him when he got over to New York <clears throat> when they came to town. I was able to talk to him for a while. And like he's been through a lot and 
felt like it was going to be a you know a new start, a fresh start, obviously with a great opportunity in front of him. So this sucks. This sucks big time. <clears throat> and for Yankee fans, I mean, this is a guy that you were definitely excited to see like for a full season and see if, you know, there was going to be some bounce back. I know they weren't too terribly happy, too excited about how things went for Frankie when he showed up. But I can tell you that I knew then what you know now and what you probably knew then as Yankee fans that things, yeah, things weren't 100% right. Trying to get some things back on track and dealing with injury, it's tough to do that, but you want to pitch, you want to take the ball, especially when you're, you know, when somebody comes and gets you. So you, you want to make an impact. But with all that being said, this is, this is not great for the Yankees and it's not great for Frankie, obviously. Now, what, what, did, what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? That's just not cool. <clears throat> Don't do stuff like that, Joe. What, do what? <laughs> the soundboard stuff. All right, man. You got to chill with that. Duh! Come on, dude. Yankees lose. <laughs> Classless. Unbelievable. Classless. Um, Didn't think you had it in you, but you do. You do. Joe? I mean, Joe's a savage. No. By the way, Jay Hay not here, by the way. I feel like uh feel like we should we should address the fact that Jay Hay's not here. Um Joey said uh Jay Hay had some some family, not like a bad like he he just had some like family things today. And Joey said, if you're gonna if you're gonna fucking love your family, then you don't show your face on the podcast today. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, it's first day of spring training. It's like kind of thing. Like you knew this was this is what we're reporting. It was on the calendar. You, you get that shit done. You had how many months? Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, how many years was he absent from the pod? He's coming off a yeah. of vacation. A hell of <laughs> like, a vacation. <laughs> yeah, like two years. And now this is more family time. I mean, it's like. Yeah, I think Come it's on. it's I think it's fair to start to call the question uh the commitment, the dedication, the love. Mm -hmm. The love. Well, I mean, it's just it it, it kind of just it comes off as he cares about his family more than the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> it comes off that way. Definitely does. Big fucking family guy vibes. <laughs> yeah. We can't have that. He'll learn. Jared's fucking internet sucks. You got to switch from Verizon, Jared. This is bad. Yeah. This, I got to get rid bad. of this internet. And I got to switch to Comcast Xfinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Game day just got a major upgrade with the next generation Xfinity 10G network. With Xfinity 10G, you can power an entire house full of devices all at once. So go ahead. Invite your neighbors over for the game and your neighbor's neighbors. Xfinity 10G can handle it all, all at once, with ultra-low lag. Xfinity 10G gives you the fastest internet both at home and when you're away with millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. You can stay right in the action even when you're on the go. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash 10G. That is think, the number 10. Think of that, dude. Think of all the tabs you can have open with that shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can be watching the athletics on MLB TV. You can mm-hmm. watch the freaking Iron Pigs. Yeah, you know, yeah. the yeah. minors. You can mm-hmm. get, keep track of Jacob deGrom all season. Right. Now we got that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. The what a, <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. Oh, that's fucking uncalled for. I will not take this slander. Who? Yeah, I wasn't saying you. I was... No, I know. I know. It's just slander, slander in one of the greatest arms the game has ever seen. <laughs> That's why I want to watch him. Damn, dude. It's fucked up. Um, <clears throat> uh, I wanted to make sure I was going to lead with this until I kind of saw some of the other topics, but um. And I guess because we're doing one podcast a week, it's it's. I don't want to say it's outdated, but we haven't talked about it since the last time we recorded. Some some Padres news here: the U Darvish extension, and then they also go out and give four years to Michael Waka. Uh, I feel like the term "reckless" is being overused here. Let's get into it. The U Darvish extension. Uh, it replaces the final year. Of his previous contract. Um, so he gets a six million dollar signing bonus. <clears throat> so originally he was getting 18 million dollars this year. Now he's getting 24 million dollars. So he got a raise on the final year of his deal, which is 2023. Uh 2024, he gets 15. Then it goes, that's fucking weird. That must be I, what a weird breakdown. 24 and 23. Then he gets 15 next year. Then he gets 20 and 25. Then he gets 15 and 26. Then he gets 14 and 27. Then he gets 14 and 28. Uh, full no trade protection. And his 2028 salary increases by a million dollars with any Cy Young season between 2023 and 2027. That's fucking... Why does he make 15... He it's, goes it's just flexibility 15, in those years. 2015. That's Fle- fucking weird. But it's flexibility in those years for the front sure. office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So six years, $108 million for 36-year-old you Darvish. Is that how old he is? Uh, 30, yeah. Damn. He's, He's 36. Le- He'll be 37 yeah. this summer. Yeah, 42, 40, age 42 season. Damn. Uh... Okay, uh, was this a smart decision by the San Diego Padres? Well, look, <laughs> smart, I, I think you got to wait to play that out, right? I, I think you could knee-jerkingly react and go, oh, it's stupid. He's going to be 42. He's going to be 40 for over. They you know, could be really smart contract. in the end. If he, if he pitches like Justin Verlander and Max well, Scherzer, guys are that's older. That's where I was going. Is, the word is risky. It's risky. There is. There is great risk here. Yes. Because again, for over half this deal or for half this deal, he's going to be 40 plus years old. 40. Correct. 41. 42. 40 is the new 32 now, though. With but, starting and, and that's But that's where, who has shown us that? Uh, Hall of Fame caliber pitchers. And how many of them, though? Uh, like two. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I I I I want to believe what you're saying right now. Like I I, yeah. I want to think along those same lines as well. 
because I'd like to think that, you know, arm care and just the way that they're able to take care of themselves. Modern today, medicine. Sure. That that could help yes. because without modern medicine, is Justin Verlander doing what he's doing right now? No. No. I think Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, who's the other guy? Is there is there another like 40 plus guy that I'm thinking Rich Hill. About? Rich Hill, but he's he I wouldn't put him like he's still going. Is Rich Hill there's a, there's a difference but, No. Grinky's it's just like still going. Yeah, there's just like difference. I, I'm talking about like power pitchers that are still power pitchers. Right. Like Rich yeah, Hill was never a power pitcher. When, like when, does Darvish need to be? He's got 13 pitches. No, I, no. But I mean, he he is a power pitcher. Like he can get it up there with, with velocity. I'm just saying that like the Max Scherzer's, Justin Verlander's of the world. These are probably the first crop of Hall of Fame pitchers who got to their 40s or late 30s, early 40s during a time where arm care and the the knowledge of the body and the shoulder and the elbow was as advanced as it is right now. Yeah, like, like I don't think that they're more special than like Hall of Fame pitchers that retired at 35, 36. It's just they had more knowledge than those guys. Yeah, like how old how old is how old is Scherzer? 38? 39. 38, 39. And his deal Max is Scherzer. done after this year, correct? Max Scherzer is 38. So uh, he's 38. Uh, he'll be 39 by the end of this year, I assume. I think he turns in July. Oh, yeah. So he'll be 39 in July. Uh, I think he's got an option for next year. So he could potentially turn 40 next year while pitching. And it's him and Verlander that are that quality of arm in terms of stuff that we see still doing what they're doing anywhere close to a level that they did when they entered the game. And I, when I think about, when I think about guy, like think about you, Darvish, I think about a guy like Bronson Arroyo to your point, Joey, uh, because is that what you Darvish is doing age 40, 41, 42 seasons where you're getting a lot of sliders, a lot of sinkers, a lot of a lot of benders, a lot of strings getting pulled, you know, as opposed to that mid to upper 90s fastball that allows Darvish's stuff to play the way it does right now. Because when the arm speed goes away, the bite on the other shit goes away as well. And that's where you have to start to figure out, can you pitch all of the way that we watched Zach Greenkey develop outside of his mid to upper 90s fastball? So that's what you're kind of going to wait and see to take place is how well is that adjustment made for Darvish? Because that's where it's going to become either a, wow, you know what? Not a bad decision at all based on who they had around him, the lineup they had, what they needed him to do. If in age 40 to 42 seasons, he's given you a three, eight and he's making 26 plus starts for you. I feel like you'll take that. Um, just looking at the Padres projected rotation. Now you got you Darvish locked in for the next six. Uh, Joe Musgrove, who got the bag, Blake Snell. Uh, then they ink Michael Walker 
I don't want to say it was thin after your first three guys before the, the Waka signing, because originally in my head, I'm thinking signing Michael Waka this late, especially to a four year deal, but whatever. But how uh, long for those three dudes, Jared? All, the, all those three guys are going to be together for a minimum of? Well, Snell, is Snell up after this year? I thought is, this year, then he has an option, right? Um, no? I can tell you right now. Um, Blake Snell. Five years, 50. He's up after this year. There's no option. So he's in his walk year. <clears throat> um, so it's Musgrove and Darvish. Yeah, you've got Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Waka, and then some combination of Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo. So you've got six viable options in the rotation there. I don't know. I I, I like it. I, I I mean it's I don't know that uh I don't know that you, you look at that and call it one of the best rotations in baseball, but it's it's a pretty damn good rotation. Yeah. Top three guys will, will strike your ass out. Yeah, a lot of swing and miss there. A lot of swing yeah, and I miss. W- no, there's there's definitely swing and miss there. I, I think it's great for for like a playoff rotation. Like your your top three guys are all going to be sub four, right? Yeah, you're going to get some. Uh, your top three guys are going to flirt with 200 strikeout seasons. I like it. I mean, that's what you want. Like you know, you you. I don't think the Padres are going to miss the playoffs. If they do, they got bigger problems. No. God, if you have three pitchers like that, I mean, what more do you need? The well, conceivably, you'd like to think over. that, yeah, you got a shot two out of three days every series. I think it's crazy that you, Darvish, has 11 years of service time. Where, where does the time go? Really? 11 years? When does that happen? A guy from Japan comes over and pitches that long? Well, he did miss, what, he missed, what, a year, year and a half or so? Darvish? Yeah. When the fuck did he do that? No. He made, yeah, like early. Well, uh, I don't know, early. But 2015. 16, 17 or 17, 18, something like that. Looks like he missed 2015 altogether. Well, he missed 15, but then there was two years in a row where it was like injury shit. Yeah, 17 and 18. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, he was still here. I'm just saying that that was, that was 49 and two thirds. Yeah. Okay. So if you're, if you're a team, are you looking at that like, oh, he bounced back from injury or, oh shit, he's got a history. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, you got, you got to look at it like he's bounced back because what the next year, the next year he was fine. What, that 20, what are we talking about? That was 2017 and 2018 where he was back to back down years. Yep. So then. 2019, he was still with the Cubs, right? 2020, yep. he was still with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was fine, though, in the COVID season. Correct. Ooh. More than fine. And he was a fucking <laughs> all-star in 21. I remember Remember, we did Morning Wood. I feel like I, we did yeah. a lot of shit on you, Darvish. On it, was, Darvish. it was basically him versus Bauer at the end there for the Cy Young. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so I like I would venture to guess that he made 
he made all of his starts in those next four years <clears throat> after those two down years. He made 30, he's made 30 starts even the last two seasons, age 34, 35 seasons. Yeah. And, and what did he do coming off the two down years and then the COVID year? So that's 2019, that, 2020. COVID year was the year that he came off that. Or no, no, no. 2019, no. Uh, he made 31 starts. There you go. How many over a over a sixty game season? How many like what's the equivalent to thirty starts? Uh, like how many starts? Did I would Biebs say make? eleven to eleven to thirteen. I don't know that he made twelve made any more and I, than I thirteen I, starts. Shane like Bieber many, in twenty twenty sixteen starts. Bieber made sixteen. Yes, and Darvish made twelve because that was that yeah, was so, the thing I mean, was like when Biebs, when we were talking about Cy Young line, during the COVID like season, this. you couldn't miss one start. You just you couldn't. Yeah, no, you could not miss one. Yeah, so yeah, I still say that if if uh, yeah, if the twelve starts is to the COVID season, what thirty or thirty starts is. Yeah, I got him making damn near every start. So yeah, I mean, that's a long winded way of saying. He bounced back just fine after those two shitty years, and nothing's been a question. I mean, he's been in the Cy Young conversation. Right. We fucking love you. Jake, book you, Darvish. I want you, Darvish, on the podcast this year. (laughs) Book him, you. We'll get him in here. Uh, Thoughts on the Waka signing? Does that do anything for you? I mean, for me, I, I was... With the majority that were were surprised that he got four fucking years, because everyone was saying he's still out there because he had a good year in Boston, but all the advanced statistics would tell you that he got lucky. Um, and then to to take that and parlay that into a, a four year deal, good for you. Tip of the cap, proud of you. That's awesome. Great dude, by the way. Michael Walk is a fucking solid dude. If you're a Padres fan, listen to this. You're getting a good one, but. I think it's more just San Diego saying we don't give a fuck. Like if it yeah, doesn't well, work out, we'll just release your ass. Who cares? It, it. I mean, yeah, it might be that way. It might be San Diego just saying quietly, look, we will on a lower scale, on a lower level, we will do whatever we need to do to secure what we think makes an impact right now and could make an impact in a small window moving forward. And maybe that's just this year, and next year. But in an effort to pay for that window and see how it works out, we'll lock up two extra years. And fuck, who knows? Maybe it works out. If it doesn't, maybe we have a resource that we can move around to help kind of replenish this farm system that we know we have to keep afloat. But with new ownership here, we're ready to write checks and we will be writing checks. That's what (laughs) this has said. Yeah. That's exactly what this has said is we'll, we'll fuck. Yeah, we'll dance, too. We see what's going on out in New York. We get it. Uncle Stevie, we might not be invited to the same dance, but you know what? The dance we're at, we're going to be cutting a fucking rug. <laughs> DJ, play that fucking track. Hmm. In the air to right field. Towards the corner. It's back. It's gone. Welcome to Slam Diego. Joe, as a, <clears throat> as a fan of, a, I don't want to call them a juggernaut, but one of the one of the top teams in the National League. You scared of them Padres, boy? Of all the pop, pop, uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, they're formidable opponents. Mm-hmm. They are formidable opponents. There's a lot of formidable opponents 
the league around the league. Am I scared of them? I'm not the one playing the games. So no. right. <laughs> <laughs> if you Braves, Braves, Padres, NLCS, best of seven, who are you taking in how many games? Uh, the Braves will win in in at least six. I mean, I'm leaning five. I think the Braves are the better team, more complete team. Five. Why not? I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking. I'm saying at least six, maybe five. I mean, maybe four, obviously, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, four is not not four. We probably wouldn't sweep them because, you know, they got Darvish going game one. They got a great lineup and a great. But that's a team that's not even projected to win the division. What are those projections? Does anyone have those handy? I I would love to see how many wins the Padres are projected to get versus the Dodgers. I know that the the Pakota projection. Oh, fuck Pakota. I don't, you don't, I don't like want to. No, fuck Pakota. Ah, f- ah fuck Pakota. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what about the Pakota? What, what in, the, in the algorithm do you not like about the Pakota? Oh. Uh, how they fucking had the Royals in last place every year that they were in the World Series. I just, what? after that, yes, yes. Pakota hated the Royals when they were winning the pennant every year. What are you, zips? What do you want, ah, zips? Yeah, give me some zips. Sound <laughs> 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 like a fucking pissed off Peter Grin. Not <laughs> fighting tomorrow. What about tonight? Tonight, Robin, say something. <laughs> say something. <laughs> Fuck Pakora. <laughs> Give me zips. I'm trying to find the. the I mean, Fangraphs do, doesn't Fangraphs do their own projections? I think they don't come out until like the right before the season usually. I mean, that's fair. I mean, they're, sure. they're and still, also like, I don't know, Steamer, Coda, all these things. They're all like coded in a way where it's hard to keep track of what is what. What's the difference? <laughs> no one fucking knows what's going on, bro. I'm not an AI learning machine. I don't know the difference, bro. All I know is I read. I go Pakoda. That's me. I, so we're staying with Pakoda. Joe. No, Joe. bro. Pakoda's yeah. lit. Hey, I got one thing to say to you, Joe. <laughs> uh, fuck Pakoda. <laughs> Pakoda's good, bro. They put in a lot of work on these things. And the Dodgers are projected to win 96 games while Padres at 92. So that's a four projected win by four games. How many games did they win last jobs year? jobs for the Friars. Really? Yep. Only four games separating no. the Dodgers and the Padres, huh? The Padres won 89. So their offseason equates to three more wins. Exactly. That doesn't. Yeah, this is why this is why Pakota sucks. Oh, but I'm saying like, bro, it's like you got to like, you know, you know, there's a margin of error. You get you sign Xander Bogarts. You bring back Fernando Tatis Jr. who you didn't have last year. You're telling me that's worth three wins. No, that's wrong. Well, you got to look in the division and, you know, they got, you know, San Francisco got better. Did they? Arizona got better. San Arizona Francisco got better. better. I think San Francisco quietly got better and people Did are they? still just like, look, but you didn't get Curry, you didn't get Judge, so you're an afterthought. And, I and, get they, that, lost but, Rodon, and they lost Rodon. And they Rodon. lost Rodon. Fair. Well, but, yeah. And but guess they, what? Another year of Chris Bryant in Colorado. <laughs> Healthy Chris Bryant, you got to factor that in, and we're also factoring in <laughs> the new rules. A, uh, Chris Bryant is a fucking prisoner. He is in hell right now. That is such a like to even say that. 
to even say that out loud. <laughs> like it's, uh, it sounds funny. I don't even know why we're laughing. I mean, no, because Brian in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's almost like you you look around and you're like oh what who yeah. did that to him who yeah. who did that it's like it's like in gym class and you get split up from your best friend and they get put on the team with all like the gothic kids that don't want to play it's like ah oh. it's like what a waste what a waste <laughs> guys that's such a oh i wish you could tap into that talent <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's too bad um Anyways, I don't know. A little, little, little more, some more love for the San Diego Padres as if there wasn't uh, enough already. Uh, the Frankie Montas surgery, that's obviously tough. Do we, don't, do we know what kind of surgery it is, Dallas? <clears throat> no? You froze. Do we know Frankie what kind of Montas. surgery it is for Frankie Montas? Shoulder. But like what kind of shoulder surgery? Yeah, elbow. Elbow. <laughs> He's got an elbow in his shoulder, bro. He's got an elbow in his shoulder. Okay. Um, Nestor Cortez. Dallas thinks that this is a, a nothing burger. <laughs> Grade two right hamstring strain that'll keep him off the mound for two weeks. This is how it starts, Dallas. Nestor, you well, were I very don't, excited I, about pitching me for Team USA. Definitely. Uh, what's the level of disappointment that you're not going to be able to do that? Yeah, I remember uh, early talks last year. Uh, Towards the end of the season, where uh, kind of told my 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 people that I wanted I wanted to participate in the in the World Baseball Classic. Um, I was very excited for it. Uh, wanted to represent Team USA. It was a you know country that gave me a lot of opportunity to do a lot of stuff that I'm doing today, and and I was very excited for it. But um, you know this this came into into this week and. Uh, very disappointed and obviously very sad that I, I can't participate. What is this going to do for your preparation for the regular season? Yeah, I think the ultimate goal here is to get ready for number 28. Um, I think uh, it's Cheap pop. kind of a letdown for, for the country, but uh, I think the biggest goal right here is to get healthy and, and be ready for the start of the season. Just, you know, 28 rings, bro. Just try, You know what, bro? Like, fuck America. Fuck, fuck George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. It's all about 28, bro. And, and no, by the way, no, you heard him say, you heard him say, like, he knows... He understands this is a disappointment to the country. And <laughs> no, it's not. I don't want him on my team, by the way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Team USA is better because he's not on it. And by That's... the way, go shave your face. He's he's got a whole fucking beard going. How disrespectful is that to George Steinbrenner? Way pissing on George Steinbrenner's grave with that facial hair at Yankee Spring Training. No. And piss pissing on George Washington's grave as well. How many gonna, graves is, say, are we going to let Nestor Cortez piss on before someone steps in and stops this menace? What well, I, I don't, I don't think Nestor's got a bladder issue, Jared. I think you've got. Sounds like, dude. Think you've got a Nestor issue? <clears throat> I don't have it. He retweeted me the other day. Whoa! Did you didn't see that? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, he re, he quote tweeted me. He's well, a, now he's, when he he's, catches. He's kind catches of Jared's simp. You think he's pissing on everyone? Ah, that's not that I think that. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong about it, my assessment. Uh, I think you might be off because <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I think, uh, hey, look, I, I don't know. I don't know how Nestor's legs feel. I do know that they don't um, feel good at all. I do know that there's been some folks. They must hurt were, really bad if you're willing to let down an entire country. <laughs> hey, you know what, Jared? 
the the weight of an entire country sometimes comes with a uh, comes with a burden, and sometimes the legs can't bear that burden. Yeah, I guess. Or some but, of us like imagine imagine saying that you have a fucking hamstring injury, and that's why you can't storm the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> Oh my hamstring! Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Well, you know, imagine in nineteen in nineteen probably a couple different scenarios here we're talking about. Imagine Pearl Harbor, December seventh, nineteen forty one. You're 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 on the beaches of Hawaii, and you're you've got the Japanese flying their planes in. And you can't man the guns. You can't get a bird in the in the sky to protect these ships. The Arizona's going down, and you're like, "Sorry, Sarge, my fucking hamstring has a grade two strain." No, I don't. I, I don't. What think about that in Vietnam, Dallas? Then. What about in Vietnam, Dallas? <laughs> sure. You got villages burning to the ground. You're like, "Sorry, sorry to the rest of my platoon, but uh, my hamstring hurts today." That's it's a s- it's nope. a solid point, bro. It is Thank a you. solid point. Thank uh, you. Have you seen Japan's fucking starting pitchers? Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They, they will amputate their legs and attach a new hamstring on if they just to represent their country. I'd be kebab, bro. I, I've, <laughs> said, I've said that about every other. I've said that. I've, I'm on the record as saying I, I. My whole thing was, didn't we already? Didn't we have guys? Didn't we have guys who were excited about this uh, recently? have to pull out like who haven't 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 there been some other Nestor guys Cortez have, yes Jose Ramirez pulled out mm-hmm. um, um Acuna pulled in that says his character um <laughs> oh uh, but- buddy let's go <laughs> this is great <laughs> Actually, you know what? Garrett Cole out for the season. Uh, well, we're not going to know. <laughs> down again. No, 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 no. <laughs> Did you see the tweet that I tweeted out before we went? We started the show. We didn't hear yeah. anything you just said. You didn't hear anything I said. No. Repeat the breaking news. Uh, we don't know it yet. That's fine. Dude, I, say it again. I, no, I said it. I said it while my internet dropped off. I'm gonna get better internet because I'm gonna switch to Comcast Xfinity. Uh, and when I do that, <clears throat> I'm gonna be ripping and roaring with some new internet next week. Well, do you want to tell us our breaking news? No, 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 no. It's more. It's uh, the the breaking news went off because it was a DM related to something show related. Uh... Yeah. So it wasn't baseball breaking news, but if you're a listener of baseball's dead, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'm excited. I I I can't handle this right now. I, I, dude, I, I feel me, like I'm doing me, a fucking I, I wanna... podcast with you in a fucking <laughs> Dude, in some I, kind I need, of know, bunker know, somewhere know, know, in the fucking I mountains. I know. I need, like, I need Comcast I'm waiting for like Infinity. an SOS sign behind you. Like yeah. you're just bleeding really Infinity. hard. All right. I'm just, I'm going to get, I'm, we're going to get through this just so I can switch my fucking internet to Comcast Xfinity. Uh, Bob Nightingale. This was yesterday. Chicago White Sox pitcher Mike Clevenger, who remains under investigation for potentially violating MLB's domestic violence policy, 
will be permitted to fully participate at the White Sox spring training camp. He's not being placed on administrative leave at this time. How do you think that's going to go? He's going to get a lot of questions. Say that much. Yeah. Do you, if you're him, because do you hide behind it's an ongoing investigation? I can't comment. Or do you get your side of the story out there? Or what do you do? I honestly think that that is all person to person. Like that goes from person to person there because you could say, look, man, as your legal representation, I don't think it's wise that you comment on anything at all. We know where we stand, meaning when I say we, like I'm speaking as his legal representation, we know where we stand. We know what we have in front of us. So why don't we just, why don't we just take this route? Let's keep it to baseball question, folks. If you got baseball questions, I'd be more than happy to answer those. Anything else? I can't really comment right now. Obviously there's an investigation going on. He can go that route. And I think it would be understood. You're still going to catch shit for not saying anything, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Or he could also try to explain himself, which as his legal representation, you probably wouldn't want to see because if there are major criminal charges that loom, that lie ahead, I don't know that legally you should be saying things that could potentially incriminate you if that's the case, right? Correct. So there's a couple different ways you could go. I don't know that either way you choose is going to be favorable in the court of public opinion because there's a, I mean, but there's some heavy shit that comes along with what they're alleging here. And so, um, yeah, I, I got to believe that that's all going to be hashed out between himself and his legal representation moving forward. Um, but yeah, the reception in the clubhouse, uh, I mean, yeah, dude, there's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there just because of the implication with the children. You know what I mean? Correct. I, I feel like, I mean, obviously, I don't think that you're going to sp- like speak on your own behalf, but there's got to be players in the clubhouse that feel a certain way about like when it comes to like the, like abuse of a child. I can, that- Yeah, I could tell you right now as a teammate, I would need clarification. Right. I'm going to need clarification. Why? Because I assume at some point in time, you're going to have your family in the family room. My family's going to be in the family room as Correct. well. And <clears throat> who was it? Zach the- Britton? That it was it Zach Britton? It might have been whoever, when they were talking about either Chapman or Domingo Herman, like you don't get to choose your teammates. Yeah. Was that Zach Britton? I don't want to put that quote on someone that it wasn't, but it was one oh, of the, I think, oh, oh, I think it was. I don't, I, I don't know. No, I thought, I thought you were speaking like you, you knew that that's who it was. No, I, I, uh, I don't remember, but I, I remember that statement. Absolutely. I don't know if it was, yeah, regards to Chapman. It was, uh, it was Zach Britton and it was about Domingo Herman. Uh, and the quote was, you can't control who your teammates are. Yeah. Cause again, like the details that go, go into that whole thing, like, like if it's if it's him and his significant other arguing and yelling and something gets thrown or hit or whatever and the kid was coming around the corner and you know what I mean like like I don't know the detail we don't know the nuance to the whole so so that's why it's just a as a teammate I would want some clarification and then from there whatever he's willing to share with me whatever I get th- I go from there you know what I mean I I, I move from there but if you're somebody that is going through something like this, I, I would 
hope you would understand that your teammates are going to want to know or would probably want answers. One, because you're a teammate. How can I help you? But I need to understand what sort of impact you're going to have on this room as well. Because there's other guys we have to concern ourselves with too. Not just me, not just you. There's 24 other dudes in here that we got to, you know, that we got, that we care about. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to fucking smash this thing. Um, then last but not least, Dallas, I'll kick it to you on this one. Mike Trout said, and this is from Bob Nightingale, and I quote, I'm going to do everything I can to keep Shohei here. Ooh. It's a nice sentiment, Ooh. but what the Ooh. fuck can Mike Trout do besides say, Ooh. come on, man, like run it back, bro. <laughs> like what the fuck can Mike Trout do? What can anyone do that's a player? It's not, it's not a knock on Mike Trout, but it's like, what, what are you going to do? That another team offering uh, half a billion dollars, like it, he knows how this works. He's got to say that. He's not stupid. He's just like, well, this yeah, is, yeah I'm th- trying to. This is where, you know, this is where, like, let's say you're that. It's almost like uh, Destiny's Child, but let's say they only had two partners, two members instead of instead of multiple members. Like, can you name all three? Uh, fucking Beyonce, (laughs) (laughs) Kelly. What? Uh, No Uh, one knows the other one. Left Eye. No, I'm kidding. No, Um, wrong man. No, I know. Shout out Left Eye. Um. No, no, that's all I got. Fucking Kelly. Her, her name's Michelle, I believe. I don't know her last name though. I mean, but I, I know her name's Michelle. They slayed. They slayed. But <laughs> so one like of them is Beyonce like, was yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, Michelle. <laughs> or no, Michelle was no, like Beyonce. Exactly. Exactly. But Michelle but no... was the Anthony Rendon in this equation. <laughs> 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 but it could be. Like this is where where Shohei's <laughs> going. Look, man, it's gonna be so much. It's gonna be so much better though for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And do you understand that? <laughs> yeah. Do you get that? Like, because I know you're happy with everything you have right here, and that is fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. <clears throat> I just, um, if I'm being honest, Mike, I've had your example to look at. Oh, I know you don't want to <sighs> hear that, but this is what I this. I have your example, man, and I know that I, I see how they've done you. What makes you think they're going to treat me any differently? What makes you think their approach is going to change? I don't. I don't know that. It oh, is. they just signed Gio and Arshella. We got Gio Arshella. Come on. Yeah, that's that's why I said the Artie thing was the biggest impediment between being able to keep Shohei there and not, and now that he's not selling and he's cementing the approach that has kept the angels floundering since O2 in playoff purgatory, not being able to get there, not being able, you know, like, Hey, and so be it. Tough off season for Mike Trout. Eagles yeah. lost. Eagles lost. Barely any snow in the East Coast. Yeah. It's like no. weather's. I'm going to get the like fuck out more. of here before my internet goes out one more time and I'm going to punch my fucking laptop in the face. Oh, hey, welcome back. What'd you say? Uh, if you guys have any other final thoughts. 
<laughs> it froze again. If you're listening, it froze again. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Oh man, I want you to cheer up, dude. I, I don't want your um, day, dude. They, he was literally here yesterday and gave me a new router, and it's worse. It might be worse. I don't know how it was yesterday. Not great today, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye. Fuck. But I don't want. He, are you there? <laughs> you got to move back to the DR, bro. Get some real internet. Yeah, fucking Sag- Sagas Domingo has got some infrastructure <laughs> issues that need to be hired. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys didn't hear about that storm that crushed this the small inlet of Sagas Domingo. <laughs> 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 Oh, wow. uh, oh man, you're fucking having a bang up day right now. <laughs> what else you want to talk about? I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, did you hear that Bo Bichette does not like arbitration? <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.